such a time as this, he created us to exist. Each one he did together in the womb and gave us gifts to be used for his purpose at the appointed time. So get a lot of his design through us, his light will shine. Whether you get this for the nations or your local crew, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, watch what he do. To stay submitted to his will is how we ought to move and hope to see the Father through the work that we produce. We are agents of divine disruption. We on a mission, shaking up the industry for God's instruction. Striving to fulfill the great commission through this art Cause we don't want to see these souls facing destruction If you place the burden in your heart to spread his truth to his creation Know that he could use you too The time is now, don't hesitate to walk up in his purpose Agents of divine disruption, FTA rally the troops Welcome to the first episode of the Agents of Divine Disruption podcast Presented to you by Failure to Adapt If you're listening to this, it's not by accident You know the call that God has on your life You know that God has called you to ruffle some feathers, shake up some industries, be a problem. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Monique. I've been called to screenwriting and filmmaking. And for the next few weeks, I'm just going to share my journey with you and lessons that I've learned, things that God has been teaching me as I navigate my call to the film industry. By no means do I plan on telling anybody how to live their life. I'm not qualified to do so, but I believe as people that God has called to take territory in the enemy's camps, he has a standard that does not change. And so that's just the place that I'll be speaking from, things that I've learned along the way. And I hope that something that I say resonates with you. Maybe you can learn something from it. So yeah, let's get right into it. So my journey began in 2019. I was out of the Air Force for about a year. And I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Prior to me getting out, I did music. I, I composed and wrote sheet music. But I told God at the time, I said, I'm not, I don't want to do this for you. And I'm not going to. I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to do what I want to do with the gifts you've given me. And his response was, well, I guess you won't be doing it. And he redirected me in a way that was very painful because I felt like he took the one thing that I loved, the one thing that I cared about problem was I loved it more than him couldn't see it at the time but I see it now right so he redirected me I was just working a nine to five trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life but I knew that there had to be more to life than just getting up and going to a job every day that I did not care about like my heart was never in any job that I had and so I asked God I said God what did you send me to earth for like what is it that I'm supposed to do in the time that you've given me to live on this earth Who did you create me to be? I started having this like heavy conviction that like life is not a game. And I had been playing with God my whole adulthood, like just out here, just sinning for no reason. Knew I was wrong. I've been saved the whole time. I just was doing what I wanted to do. And I truly didn't really see the problem. I was convicted, but I I thought, you know, once saved, always saved, like whatever. (laughs) So I asked God to show me why I was here. I asked him to show me myself as I am, like reveal to me everything in me that's not like you. Show me how you see me and reveal to me why I'm here. Not long after I asked God these questions, I was getting ready for work. It was like 5.30 a.m. on a Thursday. And I just heard God very loud, very clear say, be a screenwriter. And there's this knowing in your spirit when God speaks like that, um, that you can't question it. Like it was enough. It stops you in your tracks. And so um, 
first it didn't make sense to me because I was like, is this me? Like I, I knew it was him, but I had to question it because I didn't know if maybe I wanted it to be his voice because I was just grasping at artistic straws since music didn't work out. Like I always knew I was supposed to do something creative with my life. And I just assumed it would be music the whole time. Um, so I didn't know if I was just trying to like find something else artistic to do because what I wanted wasn't going to work out. And it just seemed so random. Like I, I went to work and I just couldn't think about anything else. It just all day long. I just heard be a screenwriter, be a screenwriter. And I just felt in my spirit that it was God. And I was like, okay, God, I know this is you don't really understand why you're telling me to do this. Um, it seemed completely random, right? Last year, he revealed to me it wasn't random at all, that he had actually planted seeds throughout my childhood that I just wasn't aware of, didn't pay attention to. Um, I remember the first play I wrote, I was in the fifth grade, and we had this assignment. I forget what the topic was, but we had to write either a short story, a play, or something else. I forget. And I just chose the play. I don't know why. I remember getting the grade back. It was an A plus plus and she wrote excellent with two exclamation points. And I just remember it that vividly. Especially since this was like right after I had plagiarized a nursery rhyme. So I was like, oh, she really, you know, feeling it like she not still mad at me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I did that. And then in my teenage years, I wrote a play for my church, um, the youth ministry. At the time, we had done a Bible study lesson on the prodigal son. And I remember our youth pastor, we were like acting it out in the Bible study. He was like, no, we're going to do this. It's going to be a play. And I just volunteered to write it. Don't know why. But I wrote it and not to my own horn, but it was actually a really, really good play. Like I wrote it. I starred in it as the prodigal. Like it was dope. So yeah, he had planted these seeds. I just never paid attention to them. So when he told me to do it, it, it seemed random to me, but I knew it was his voice. I was like, okay, God, bet. So that same day, I went home early on my lunch break and signed up for masterclass so that I could learn from Shonda Rhimes how to write a television drama. Um, took the masterclass, took my little notes or whatever, and that was it. Uh, one of the things that God has given me the ability to do from childhood is I can learn anything like this. Doesn't matter what it is, never seen it before, never done it before. If I see it done like two, three times max, I remember how to do it forever. And so taking the master class, I thought that was all I needed. Like this is Shonda the rhyme. So like what else, what other education is there for me to get? Like <laughs> that's just what I thought. I didn't know enough. I never was like a telephile or anything like that. I just liked her shows. Honestly, that and breaking bad is what made me kind of fall in love with that visual storytelling. Um, so yeah, I took her class once thought I knew everything tried my hand at my first script. It was supposed to be a one-hour drama. I finished the script. It was like 37 pages, so I knew I messed up, but I was like, no, because the story is dope, so like, whatever. I submitted that thing to competitions. I did not advance because the script was trash. It was terrible. Now, like with music, I also wanted to do this for me, felt that I should be doing it for God, and try to take this like ambiguous approach, right? Like I'm gonna make it about God, but I'm not gonna say that explicitly. It's gonna be very cryptic for a few reasons. One, I didn't wanna preach at people. I didn't wanna be stuck in this box of like making faith-based films. But the main reason is because I wanted all the non-believers in my life 
to approve and affirm what I was doing. Like, I know if I told them, hey, I'm a screenwriter, I'm a filmmaker, they would be like, oh, that's dope, blah, blah, blah. But if it was like, yeah, and it's, it's Christian, you know, I'm talking about God, I'm pointing people to Jesus, they probably wouldn't watch it. They wouldn't tell people about it. They wouldn't care. And I didn't want that. I wanted support. So, yeah, I was looking for affirmation from them instead of just letting God affirm me, which he already had, because if he hadn't, he wouldn't have told me to do it. The story ideas I had weren't bad. They were about like societal issues and injustices and things like that, but they didn't reflect God's principles. You know, every story idea I would come up with every time I would start a script, I had this feeling of like, okay, this is fine, but what does this have to do with God? How will people see him in what I'm doing? And I came to realize, or rather God revealed to me that I was writing from a place of hurt based on experiences that I have had in my life with racism and, and things like that. And I, I think that those stories are great. Um, any story that sheds light on struggle, hardship, inequality, I think those stories are great because, like I said, they shed light on issues, but shedding light on an issue isn't solving the problem. It's just reiterating what we already know. How do we solve the problem, right? That's what I want to do. That's what God put in my heart to do is to address the issue with a solution, which the only solution is Jesus Christ. But I was determined to do things my way. So I would start scripts and I just could not finish them. Like no matter what I did, it just, I couldn't finish anything that I started. Finally, I came to a point where I went to God in prayer and I had to have an Abraham moment. We know the story of Abraham when God gives him a promise and he says, okay, now give that promise back to me because I need to know that you love me more than you love the thing that I promised to you. So I went to God in prayer and I said, God, you told me to do this. This is not something that I wanted for myself before I heard your voice. You must have a reason for wanting me to do this. I want to know what it is that you want to do through me, through the screenwriting, whatever that is. That's what I'll do. I am a vessel. You're the screenwriter. I'm just the hands. And that which you have given me to do in the earth, I'm giving it back to you for you to have your way through me. Immediately that same night after I prayed, I was like, let me, you know, do my nightly Bible reading. Open the Bible. Not going to tell you a passage of scripture I went to because then I'd be giving away my secrets. I'd be giving away my, my little cinematic universe. Right. But I started reading it. And at first I was just reading like normal, like, Oh, this is interesting, you know? And then the word just slowly started to like jump off the page at me. And I felt in my spirit that God was answering my prayer. I asked, what do you want to do through me with the screenwriting? And he was telling me through this passage of scripture, it spoke to the thing he, he essentially through scripture outlined an entire TV series that he wanted me to write. The dope thing about it was when I told God, I said, I'm just a vessel. I'm just the hands. You're the writer. Also in me reading that scripture, not only was he giving me what he wanted me to write about, but he was letting me know that though we are submitted vessels, he doesn't want robots and he's not a dictator because the passage of scripture spoke to 
ideas that I already had. And realistically, ideas that he put in my heart, I just didn't know he put them in my heart. For this like FTA cinematic universe coming soon. Okay, coming soon. I don't know what soon means. That's a weird word. Shout out the chosen. But yeah, I wanted to do this whole little universe within itself. And he was like, you could still do that. Here's some scripture that you could base it off of. And the ideas that I had, the story ideas, because they were all based on pieces of my life and my testimony, just in all the places I've been and all the things I've experienced still fit into that. So he was showing me like, this is not a dictatorship. You are not a robot, but I want to partner with you. And I was like, God, that is so sweet. Like, it's just, it's, it's cool that he does that. And I believe that's the case for all of us. I believe that when God calls us to a thing, he already considers who we are. He considers the things that we've been through. In fact, a lot of times he orchestrates, you know, certain circumstances in our lives, certain situations, or he allows for them to happen, even the bad things, so that we can have the testimony. Because if we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, like that's how we overcome Satan per revelation. We got to have a testimony to share. We have to have a story to tell. So he considers all of that. And he's like, okay, all these things that I brought you through, you saw me working in all of it. I was the constant. And I want you to share this with the people that I assigned to you. I want you to share this with the world. And I want to partner with you on it. I don't want you to share it in a way that's like all about you. You wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me. You know, this is what God says. So he wants to partner with us in whatever it is that he's called us to do. So that when people see us, when they hear us speak, when they see the work, when they see the art, when they hear the music, when they watch the films, they will see him. For people who don't believe in him, who don't want to know him, it can open a door for him to encounter them as they listen to the music, as they watch it. In the same way that when they listen to this worldly stuff they open the doors for demons to encounter them it's the same thing just in reverse and that's what we got to give people how do we ensure that that's what we're giving people my method is very simple before i sit down to have a writing session whether it's for character development story development world building before i edit a script even for the podcast before i start recording an episode before i outline an episode even for the FCA apparel, shameless plug, before I sit down to design anything that I'm going to put on a t-shirt or a hoodie, I go to God in prayer, get on my face, get on my knees. I invite the Holy Spirit into the session. I say, you know, God, I decrease that you might increase, have your way. And the one thing that I always, always say is speak to me and through me and give to me what you would have me to give to your people. It is very important that before we start doing the work that God called us to do that we invite the Holy Spirit into our process because you can't go wrong when the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding you. The moral of the story, when God speaks to you, when he tells you what to do, when he calls you, don't hesitate, don't wait, get to that thing today because you never know when he wants to make it manifest in the earth. So it's important that when we hear his voice, we move immediately with haste, with a sense of urgency. It's not about us. It's all about God and what he wants to do. And that struggle, that battle with your flesh and, and your fleshly desires, it's going to be a thing until the day we die because we are spirit, but we are also human beings. 
our human nature. That's the sinful nature. It's always going to oppose what God wants for us and what he wants in our lives. So we're always going to have that struggle. And that's why it's important. And I'm talking to myself right now, too. I'm being convicted as I'm saying this, that we remain in God's word, remain in a place of prayer. Stay at his feet. Let him always, always let him lead, adhere to the guidance that he's given to us. If God has called you to the entertainment industry in any capacity, that calling is so much bigger than you. Your assignment is so much bigger than you. There are mighty things that God wants to do through you. There are people who we might in our human brains think are unreachable that he plans to reach through you. We're obviously in the last days. I believe he wants to flip this world upside down. The kingdom of darkness is loud out here. People are loud about sin. They're loud about their love for Satan. It's really crazy. Like it's it's almost appalling. But the Bible said these things would happen. And so we are the laborers in his vineyard. The time has come where he's really raising up that remnant that's like not going to fold. As loud as the kingdom of darkness is, we got to be even louder. My pastor said, when you see the intensity of darkness, God is calling for the intensity of light. So by no means should we just be sitting back like, oh, I'm saved. I'm good. This world is crazy. Like, no, it's time to go to war out here. And for all of us, God has called us to go to war through the arts. Whatever you've been through in this life, your hardship, your trials, your tribulations, all your experiences was not about you. And that goes for anybody, but especially when you're called to be a storyteller, you go through these things so that you can have that testimony. So that when you share your testimony through whatever art form God has placed in your heart, it glorifies him. Everything we do should be for his glory so that when people see us and they see the work that we do, they see him. That's what it's all about. So, Father, I thank you for this first episode. I thank you for speaking to me, to give me this episode, to give me this podcast, to speak to your people. God, I ask that something that I say will resonate with somebody, something that I say will help somebody else on their journey as they navigate what you have called them to do. God, I ask that you would increase a level of faith in us that we believe you for the things that you promised to us. I ask that you would increase our boldness, Lord, give us holy gold. Holy Ghost boldness to stand firm on your truth and on your word and to never back down in the face of a crowd and the face of a contract in the face of any amount of money that no matter what is thrown our way, that we stay rooted, deeply rooted, planted in you, planted in your word, and that we not only build our lives, but that we build all the work that you've called us to produce in this earth on the rock, the true foundation, which is Jesus Christ. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information on Failure to Adapt, check out FTAPresents.com, subscribe to the YouTube channel Failure to Adapt TV, and follow us on Instagram at FTAPresents. Presents.